<laughs> I won't sing any Nigunim no, today. I'm <laughs> oh, feeling it. Thank you. You were there. You're there for Shabbos. You're with them for Shabbos. Ah, great. Okay, what a special morning. Rebbets and Judy brought us with us this morning. Very, very special. One of my best friends in the world. What can I say? What a school to learn together in person. Even though we learn together all the time, but that's not in person. So, this month of Kislev, we continue to learn the whole month of Kislev, sponsored by Helene and David Brenner. Mariner Protection of Tovia Ruben Ben Chaya Hadassah. I saw him on Chavez. It was so beautiful to see him in Shul on Chavez. Miriam and Avram Deutsch in honor of the 30 years, their 30th uh, Aliyah. Mindy Barad, and thanks to Hashem for miracles, past, present, and future for all of Am Yisrael. The week is sponsored by Amalia Nechama Garcia for the protection and success of our holy warriors, for the safe return of our Chatufim, for the spiritual and physical healing of our wounded and bereaved. By Zahava Englard, Englard and Norman Shapiro in honor of Tuchayalim. Avram Yosef ben Zavadina, and Ezra and Miriam Ilana, and all those serving to protect us in the merit of this Limut Torah, may they be zochet to quickly vanquish our enemies and return home safely. By Ashira and Tzvi, Ashrechen. Le'ilui Nishmat Asher ben Pesach and Chayalea bad Zlata. Yeah, I, got, I said the names right? And today specifically is sponsored by Eli and Masha Goldsmith. Please keep praying for Baruch Yitzchak Ben, uh, Baruch Yitzchak ben Masha, their, their holy son, and all the defenders of Am Yisrael. Okay. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Um, and also, uh, just a big, big welcome uh, uh, to, to all of you and to all of our chavah that are learning with us online all over the world. The, the feeling of the feeling that they're part of our chabura here is just very heartwarming and, and sweet and special. And I just want to encourage everyone to keep on sharing your thoughts and feelings about the, the learning. It should, the learning shouldn't end when we come out of class. It should continue to go on uh, more and more and more. So I have pages here for those that need it. We don't, have, we don't yet have extra sperm because they're out and unless I can convince them to uh, to reprint but then I'd start asking you all for a lot of money to help with the reprinting so uh, can I get one one of those can I get one of the copies <laughs> yeah you can give it to Judy she gave hers to Amina here you go there's a slip huh? Okay, so Kaha, the last thing that we learned is that we entered into an era between the two moments of Geula that's likened to the time that we're in. It's, a, it's very much not like the time that we're in, and it's very much like the time that we're in. I'll try to explain. He explained to us, if this is where we left off last week, I think it was last week, yeah, this is where we left off. Remember the era, like on a Jewish calendar, what time we're in right now on a Geula calendar? What period of the year it is? Svirata Omer. Svirata Omer is the calendar timeline of Geula that we, we began speaking about last week. And in the period of Svirata Omer, that's a time where you may not have an Egyptian with a whip over you, but you may have a whip, you know, in your mind, in your brain, in your heart, you're still not really prepared 
to hear the words Anochi Hashem Elokecha Asher Tzitiha Meret Mitzrayim Beit Avadim, you may not really be prepared to hear what Hashem wants to tell you on Har Sinai, which is the which is the point where we're, we're moving towards. And during this period of Svirata Omer, as we began looking at last time, it's what we called it was like a wellness phase. That's that's the term we used, like a wellness phase, which is something that we I'm gonna, we're going to come back to this a few times in this year today. We haven't really had that phase here in Eretz Yisrael. We haven't had that, that, that time to do what's needed to do to be present, to prepare ourselves in our minds and our hearts and our souls to be mamash present for the, when the Geula will happen, to really be in it. To really, really be in it. And it's not our... It, we have tsaras from all over the place. Right? But the way that he's building up the understanding of the phases of Geula that we're in is that there is this, this, this time that's mamash essential called the period of what, what, we, what a Jew does during Svirat Omer, of getting clean, getting clean in the mind, getting clean in the body, getting clean, becoming a clean person. Now one of the processes of, of cleanliness in the world, this is, this is a little bit off topic, but it's Kamovan, it's Shayachti here. And this is found within uh, Rav Cook's writings, uh, a lot of Rav Cook's writings. And it's all, it's of course based on the Arizal, is that zikuch, which means like refinement, quite often happens through yisurim, through pain and affliction. The pain and affliction actually mezakech u memarek, that's the actual language, lemarek, this kind of letting out. And... <laughs> We've had enough of the zikuchim through, through yisurim, and we would love to be in a place of zikuchim, of refinement, centered alignment, that's not forced from anything external, but rather a, a mode that's internal, something that's happening inside. You understand the difference? From the outside usually forcing us to get clean, it's not so good at all. When that is the thing that's happening from within, it's the strongest thing in the world. Meaning, when an enemy forces me to get my act together, or even a friend, and I use that with, you know, a height, heightened state of caution, because it's very unclear to figure out you know, who's really a friend of Am Yisrael today. But when it's external things that are causing me to feel more present and aligned and focused, that's not enough to count on you can't really bank on that for lasting for a long time. And that's why what we're in right now, everyone's very much in tune with what's going on right now, more than ever, but that's still not enough to bank on for a much longer period of time. Because that is dependent on an itorerut mi bifnim, from within. That should have nothing to do with what anyone else says to me or does to me or forces me to go into. That's very important, okay? That's clear so far? Now, as we learned in the Tzadidav Tzadik Tet, that the days of the Omer were Hachanat HaNefesh Lamatan Torah. We're starting today from Daf Kuf. We're going to be covering a lot of text today, Bezrat Hashem. That we were learning that the, the Tkufa of the Omer really served for us to, the, the ability to have an Hitorerut Mi Bifnim, and not just Hitorerut Mi Bachutz. Listen, even when God performs a miracle, like the Aseret HaMakot, and it's still something that's happening from Hashem, and it's clear to me outside, with an external view. Thank you. 
but nearly it's not something that's happening to me from within. So, so Rav Sasson says like this, Today, shockingly, is going to be an optimistic shir. Okay? It'll actually be... <laughs> I shouldn't say that, because usually when I say those statements, they don't end up being that. So I'm going to say it again to give it a chazaka. Today, Bezot Hashem is going to be an optimistic and uplifting shir. Okay? Amen. What was it like when we left Mitzrayim? So inner focus, binyan ishi, personal building. Before we come and stand before Hashem. You know, it would have been ideal, it would have been so beautiful if after 1945 there was like, I don't know, like a 10-year period where Jews felt so safe and, and good about the state of the world that we all said, listen, let's gather together wherever we're living in the world, whether in the you know, European countries or in countries in the Middle East or in America. Let's all just like gather together and really, because it's all peace and harmony now, no one's going to do anything wrong to us. Let's just focus on inner development and focus and get our heads clear. And then in 10 years from now, we'll come to Eretz Yisrael as a people that really have this clarity and consciousness that we're all longing for, and then we'll come and build a, you know, a whole new Jewish world. Most of us, if not all of us, were not around then, and therefore, that's not, that wasn't in our cards. We didn't have that ability, we didn't have that luxury. We did it, we came here because of all the obvious reasons. But essentially, the period of the Omer serves for this place of like, this wellness place that we began speaking about last week, before we come and talk, before we come and talk to Hashem. Third line, This can be likened to a period in life where you grow up, you mature, you leave your parents' home, until the moment that you begin uh, begin to develop your own character and prepare yourself for a wedding for your own home. This is all ideally speaking. It doesn't always happen like this, right? But what he's saying over here is that, you know, in the most ideal state of, of development, a person, once they leave their parents' home, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, then has this period of like, well, who am I? What kind of world do I want? What kind of person do I want my spouse to meet? Like, who wants to show up at that, at, that, at that date? What kind of person shows up at that date? And then you build your home. Building your home would be likened to, in this context, what period in, in time? What I just described was Svirat Omer. So the building of the home, meaning the wedding, is Shvuis, Matan Torah, Nachon. Zewa and he says, this is, actually, this is actually hinted to us when the Torah talks to us about Svirat Omer. Zewa Nirmaz Bapasuk Usfartem, Lachem, the famous teaching. Count for yourselves. It doesn't say usfartem, you should count days. It says usfartem lachem. Medoresh azor le'atzmechem. The Zohar Kodesh says count for yourselves. Hainu shetiyu merukazim batikun ha'atzmi. Be focused on your inner fixing. Bechizuk ruchachem. To strengthen your spirit. Le'asir mitoch nafshechem kol shiabud vekol ke'ev shil galut. To rem- Ay, these words are so, so precious. To remove from within your own souls any enslavement and any pain 
of Galus, any pain of exile. And only when you've then become strong again, healthy, come to the great ma'amad, the great happening, feeling close to Hashem Yitbarach, feeling connected to Hashem Yitbarach. And it's painful to, it's, it's, don't worry, I'm staying optimistic because we're on our way, but it's painful that we weren't, we didn't have the luxury, we didn't have the opportunity to actually, for this to unfold this way, Yet, yet, like listen, why do I say yet? Why am I so optimistic? Because if I believe in Hashem, that means that it's possible that right now as we're speaking, <laughs> we can get arrested if we're talking like this, but like there's most, there are Mossad and Shabak and, and, and the highest rankings in the army that are right now locating the rest of the hostages and as they are mefer eta mitveh, which means as they will be um, disobeying the current deal that is being made, they're going to be walking out this afternoon with every chatuf in chatufa, while they are killing every single Yishmaeli that's in their place. And they can walk out, and the world will be stunned by this gvura, and all the Yishmaelim that surround us here will have a moment of realizing <clears throat> what they felt in June 6th and 7th and 8th, 1967. And they will run to the place where they belong, which is not in this land. And then Hashem says, now. There's no politics, there's no nothing. There's an Am that has a chance now to go deep inside and get strong, get healthy again. <coughs> See, if, if I believe it, if I believe in God, why is that not possible? Why is that not possible? But Hashem still wouldn't take away from me the opportunity of becoming strong again. See, even with the most revealed miracles, like Yitziat Mitzrayim, the one thing Hashem leaves for us is He's saying, but this, this Sfirat Omer privilege, that's yours. Usfartem lachem la'atzmechem. In order to be a partner with me in this Geula process, this is for you. I'm not going to take away this gift from you. This moment of, of removing the inner fracture from within, that's, that's a gift. We're going to do it together. We're going to do it together, but it still has to be done. See, Hashem could have taken us out of Mitzrayim. Boom. Bring us to a, a, a spiritual consciousness of re- being ready to hear God's word. But the second that the high would, 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 would kind of like just fade, we would fade too. That means that what we're preparing for is a high that is a high that doesn't have any lows. Can you imagine such a thing? A high that doesn't have a low? That, that's geula. It's a high that doesn't have a low. The way to get to this high that doesn't have a low is this wellment phase, wellness phase that we're speaking about over here. And again, it hasn't happened yet. But if if Hashem is Hashem, then that's possible, and that's what I have to be davening for as well. Nachon, I have to be davening for that as well. <clears throat> now the next piece I'm, I'm, you'll understand you'll read it to yourself because it's speaking about he's talking about cleanliness and the reference of with, with, with women Shevanakim. I don't think it's proper for me to learn this with you but you'll, you'll see it inside and the next paragraph as well is, also speaks about the concept of the seven weeks of, clean, of cleanliness regarding the seven midot that he, that he speaks about it's not that important for the continuation of this year but you'll see it inside now 
we are we are focused on understanding what our role is by why again like why we made Aliyah. And I know we're discovering this now. These are things no one told us. We're on the bottom of Kuf Aleph. Okay, the bottom of Kuf Aleph. The bottom of Kuf Aleph is really an answer. Like, let me tell you really why anyone ever made Aliyah. Why did anyone ever really, really make Aliyah? What is the work that awaits a person, this, joy, this joyous work that awaits a person once they made Aliyah with the consciousness of something bigger and not just reinstating, not just moving locations and changing zip codes and the chulei, just a much bigger picture. Kol od ha-nefesh galut As long as the soul is weakened by the exile, the weakness of the exile, he lo yechola be'emet lidvok batochen ha-kadosh. It can't really cling to holy context. Now this is a big statement. I'm going to read it again. Follow word by word. Kol od ha-nefesh achuza bechulshat ha-galut. As long as the soul, it's still being held, it's still being even hijacked by what the the weakness that galut puts on a person, it can't really cling to holy context. What does this mean? This doesn't just mean as long as I still think in, for most of us, American terminology or American culture, therefore I can't really be Israeli. That's a, not at all what it means as we've discussed many, many times. The term Israeli, the way that we are looking to become Israeli, has yet to be made yet. It doesn't exist yet. The real Israeli that we're speaking about. The type of Israeli that we're speaking about, in the context of Geula, is one that has the ability to cling to holy context, to holy mahut, to holy essence. Now what do you think is Tochen Kodesh? What do you think is holy context? Does anyone have any idea what that means? Clinging to holy context. Let's understand what that means, Bichlau. What are we aiming towards? What is holy context? Anyone want to give it? There's no, there's no wrong answer because we're just, we're just kind of just discovering this on our own. What do you think this is, to cling to holy context? What's MS in this world? Huh? Things that are MS in this Things that are simply the truth of the world. Okay. That's very good. It's very broad, but it's very good. Expanded mindset. Absolutely. You can't really have an expansive mindset with, with as long as Galut makes me feel weak, that I can't think big. Like we were talking about Friday night, about dreaming big, big dreams. Anything, anyone else? Holy context? Because we have to know what we're actually trying to get. You know, someone called me last week. He said... I had, a, I had a Shabbos meal with someone, and we were speaking about Geula, and the person admitted, he said, I can't, I can't really say that I daven for it with real kavana because I try to daven with kavana over things that I could, I could actually visualize and understand what I'm davening for. So, it's very easy for me to have kavana with that, because those words literally say, you know, like the ingathering of exile. So I'm davening people to physically move home. But when we talk about holy context of Gula, it's much, much, much more than getting on a plane and coming here. And we have to understand what it is we're actually striving towards. Now we can learn the Rambam. And the Rambam is very clear in terms of what it means, like learning Gula, what will it look like 
but we're trying to go even more than that. Not what will it look like, but rather, what will life be like? Bless you. What will we be like? What will we be like? What, what, what am I going to be like? What is, it, what is life going to be like? Okay, so he, he's going to help us. Bottom line over here. Soul talk. Soul living. Ah, this is where Rav Kook comes up very strong in Orota Chumat. He says that soul, in order for Ami to live a healthy soul life, there's a funny, funny criteria, which you wouldn't think is so. What's the criteria for a healthy soul life? A healthy physical life. Guf bari. Nefesh mele'at chosen vira'ananut. A soul that's filled with chosen. It's a word that gets tossed around here all the time. It's the name of one of the political parties, I think, for a few minutes also over the last eight chirot. What does chosen mean? Do you know? Resilience is probably the best word, yeah. A soul filled with resilience and ra'ananut, fresh, which is something that does not, has not existed here in the world of any form of leadership for many, many, many years. Fresh. A fresh and resilient soul. Ruach Hamitza, a courageous spirit, umeleat dror, a free spirit. These are not things that a Jew in Galut had anything to do with. Nothing. And we see how much Galut is still so alive here in Eretz Yisrael as well. Kikol Eler, all of these things we just mentioned right now, הם כלים לגלות את האור הנשמתי בהם, וכשהם חלושים ורצוצים, תהא הנשמה כנגן מוכשר מאוד, שניתן לו כינור שרוב מיתריו קרועים. This is beautiful. What he's saying over here, he says, all these things are vessels to reveal the godly spark within, but when they're broken, meaning when the body, or when any of these things are broken and weak, it's like the soul is like a very talented musician, very talented musician, but we're giving it a fiddle, a violin. The violin has four strings that the four strings are all, they're all torn, they're all ripped, they're all broken. So you get a vessel and you can't do anything with it. You get a land and you can barely do anything with it. You get a people and you can barely do anything with it. But you get the actual physical thing but you don't have a lot to do with it. Right? So to the, the supreme godliness, with its elated state of holiness, this is the soul of Am Yisrael. We are like that violin that still, we have, it's a violin, but we still have we still have the broken strings because we're still not really out of Galut yet. Our purpose of Am Yisrael is to reveal, is to find in my life all of this tremendous godly light. It's a very, very like, common Rav Kook phrase, meaning the soul of actual experience of this world. This is like... This is the reason why we're here. We're here, we came to Eretz Yisrael. We came here, and this is more on you than on the men. I'm sorry to say this, because this is what you represent, you know, this is your Indian. We're here for Shekhinah. 
And that doesn't just happen only when the base of English comes down. We're here for the Ruach of the Shechina to be Shorer. Shechina comes from the word Lishkon, which means to reside, right? To reside, that within me, godly, godliness resides. It's not a thing, like we spoke about on Thursday, that God is something that I speak about or to, and it's out of me, but I believe in God, but rather the notion of it's coming through me. Through me. Galut doesn't allow you to ever think of God like that. Now, this is going to be also very heavy, but I think it's also a turning point in our lives, that if you still ask most people today to speak about the concept of Hashem, it's still something that's outside. It's not yet something that I'm saying that you're speaking about from within. You know what happens to a person when their concept of Hashem is something that's from within as opposed to something from outside? You, that's that's Geulah. What is it going to be like? It's going to be an experience that whenever I think of the Rebona Shalom, I'm really, for real, not speaking about an old man with a long beard that sits up in heaven, which we all are under the assumption that, no, that's not us anymore. It's still there. <laughs> it's still there somewhere. Geulah is that that has... That's not part of the thing. That's not part of my, that's not part of my experience. Then you know what would happen if God is, is actually coming from within me and not just from outside of me in? Well, I'll leave it to everyone for your own thoughts and imagination, but what it would be would be an experience here of melochol ha'aretz kevodo, literally, like all the words we say will actually become real. You know, le'olam Hashem everything is, everything Hashem, is Hashem in a non-intimidating way, in the most natural and organic way. Not in a non-threatening, intimidating, or you're going to punish me kind of a way. But rather just so flowing forth, natural. You know, I, I've, I tried this exercise over the years, and I, I got back to it recently. When, when I want to see who are friends that I bring out the best in me, I check, I check and see how much of the real me is really the one that greets them and lasts till the end of my meeting with them. And if I could detect where I stop being me in the middle of that experience... Understand? So, look, if I, and this is a, this is a, it's a hard exercise, but it's so worthwhile. Because when you discover the people that you could be your full self from the moment that you're with them throughout the whole experience, then leave, that becomes like a, a godly gathering. That's a god, that's a, that's a, that's very much a godly experience, right? But if you see, like, oh, you start off with the sarcasm because that's, did a cheshman, that's the way to get into the conversation. Maybe you'll throw one word of holiness in the middle and, or share one thing, but at the end, you'll leave off with more cynicism and sarcasm at the end, and, and 80s jokes and everything. At a certain point, you'll, you'll, you'll feel like, who showed up to that meeting right now? That's like us with Hashem, when it's Hashem is still on the outside. Who really showed up here? A high that doesn't have a low means that when I leave the meeting, I'm still the same person I was when I came inside. That's the real me. The real me is the one that showed up. The real me is the one that lasted, and the real me is the one that says goodbye at the end. There's no difference between the person that met with people and the person that's with himself. We call it self-confidence, and I had this book growing up that uh, every Rav or therapist ever saw always gave me the same one, Tina's theme. You know that one? You ever see that one? Yeah, everyone had a certain area they lived in that was like that book. That's the book that's going to give you all the self-confidence in the world. It's funny. I had a lot of self-confidence. I just... 
that was not my Indian, but they felt like that's the Indian of everything. But the Indian of the door is definitely is the you know I is the all of is the real me showing up even right now as I'm talking to you and you sitting here right now, and the way you'll speak to each other at the end of Shir, who's really showing up here? What we what our dream collectively is that the Hashem within me is the one that's always showing up because Einod Milvado there is nothing but Hashem. Galut tells me that's not bichlal possible and it's not the avoda that you can you're not on the level to even engage in such a thing right now it's not for you that's galut that's an Egyptian with a whip that's the world telling us you still have to be politically correct in order to survive here without our ships you'll be nothing that's galut so can you imagine living here and conquering the land that the real me, the real neshama of the land, the neshama of the people is actually who's here right now. That's what he's forcing us to, to envision and, and, and believe in. Sorry, I lost my place. The Alken, we're in the second paragraph, third line. To hold on to your character, you got to be really strong, firm. Eitan. Chachamim, giborim, ashirim. you got to be wise, heroic, and filthy rich. But we're going to talk about what type of filthy rich we're talking about. Filled with strength. You know, every word he's saying right now, I feel like is... Well, I'll continue and you'll see who I'm thinking about. Simcha ugdula. Like happiness and greatness, gvura v'tiferet, netzach v'hod u'mevurachim b'chol kochotehem v'kishronatehem, and blessed in all their strength and all of their talents. What type of person am I thinking about right now? That's within the Am right now. Chayalim, exactly. The soldiers. Every word we just said right now is is the soldier. You know, Marilyn, I have to tell you, I read your son's post. I, I, I would send it out to everyone to understand, to actually understand this paragraph. Aaron's post was I- exactly describing the healthy, the healthy non-Galuti Jew, the healthy Yehudi that's aligned with Geula. Mamash, like, that, that's what I was thinking about as I'm reading these words and, and being a said, our, our soldiers, Mamash. So meduyak. I'll send it out to everyone after Shir. It's okay. It's okay with him. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just. We see a lot of posts that you know from that are coming from the front lines. Sometimes some of these posts they just put every Torah you ever learned just into perspective. That's what I felt from. You'll see. Now he says over here, don't stop there because this is actually what prophecy was all about. Like prophecy, shehi ashra'ay loki which is godly inspiration, bless you, which the Midrash tells us, says, prophecy would only come upon those that were wise, heroic, and wealthy. And wealthy. The prophets all had that thing. Shlomo used to add, they were also the greatest musicians in the world. They would only prophesy with a bunch of chevra around them with instruments, and then they would start their prophecy. Even if it was sad ones, like the way he does, illustrated the best one was Nachmo Ami, right? Can you imagine? Can you visualize? Can you think about 2,000 years ago? Somewhere on a street corner in the holy city, Yerushalayim, 
then he described Yishayahu Anavi came down somewhere from Harabait, and around him is a bunch of musicians. He's a gibor. He has to say some heavy things, and he starts talking about consolation. Nachamu, nachamu, ami. That's how prophecy came down. Prophecy is in a heightened state of redemption. Even if you're prophesying about things that have to do with Khalila going out into Galut, like Yirmiyahu and Avi had to do. But this is what prophecy is. This is how we become prophetic again. Now, one of the main... This is going to sound strange to those of you that weren't here from the beginning, but one of the main goals of us coming back to Eretz Yisrael and living here is to restore prophecy amongst our people. Not in the Nefesh Nefesh. Uh, that wasn't written there in the... It's okay, I'm working with Rabbi Fass's one of my closest friends, and Mama these days we're, we'll have the privilege of working a lot of things together, and it's, he knows, it was like, it's nefesh ben nefesh, and now it's going to ruach ben ruach, and then neshama ben neshama, it's all, it had to start somewhere, nefesh ben nefesh, it's the lowest state of the soul, right? Yechida be yechida, can you imagine, like, that's the organization we're gonna, <laughs> that's Rishi David's, like, uh, sub-name or something, yechida sheba yechida or something, right? This is what it was. So we're here to live like this, to actually have prophecy, but to be like this and to have this prophecy, you have to be, you have to be healthy. You have to be very healthy. Now, we're, we've, we've, we've been discovering an element of our health, again, externally, being pushed into the corner, thrown to cemeteries and shiva houses, seeing our strength. Aren't we interested in seeing that same strength from a tzad that comes from within? In, within. Kikol Eile, all these things, all these things are vessels. Levate, to express etochen hakodesh, to express the godly and holy context, shel am chacham venavon, of a wise people, asher lo elokim krovim elav, that has a God that's close to him, hamitgalemi tochen chayav haatzmiim which will be revealed from within my own individual life. This means my goal in life is that the way that I live my life is basically a walking revelation of godliness in this world, clear to everybody. That I won't have to work so hard to look deeper and deeper and trust that uh, that person that looks like that, they're really holy. I just have to believe it. Or, you know, Just like a chayal is showing this to us, bagalui, so too, the way that we live our, and lead our lives here as healthy, non-Galuti people is basically screaming out like if there was, what do you call it, like in cartoons where you have those things above you with the words? Bubble. The bubble, the, today they call it uh, memes, like those kind of things, right? That if I walk down the street, whether I'm smiling or not smiling doesn't matter. There's something that's shofami many. There's something pouring out of me that's causing you to say, you know, I'm not sure what exactly you're on, but I want to be on that too. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is, but I know that I want to. I, I know that I want that. You know, the first time I ever walked into Ish Kodesh, the first time, my first few steps, I'll never, it's like, it was like for me, it's still in bubbles. When I walked into the room, it was at 6:30 in the morning, on a Friday morning, I saw Rav Weinberger for the first time teaching. Um, he was teaching then uh, for the PSS Nerevi. I didn't know anyone in the room. I never met Rav Weinberger before. And I, I don't even remember what he was teaching. I just know that was the shir. 
But the bubbles, the mind said, whatever is happening here, I, I, want, I want this. The thing is, I just don't want it here. I want it where I live, in Efrat. I want it in Eretz Yisrael. Like, when a person lives like this, with this Tochen Kodesh, that's mitbate, that gets expressed, this is, this is how we're going to conquer. It's not going to be necessarily through words. It won't necessarily be through what we're used to until now. But when people become and live with godly context within them, pushing out of them, this is the reason why we came back home to Eretz Yisrael. This is the reason. It's not for all these other things that we've been taking pride in that are not things that... This has nothing to do with the, with the reason the Jewish people returned home after thousands of years. But we're on our way there because this next door is seeing of chayalim, you know, for a long time we didn't witness such gvura of chayalim because we, we should have, but we weren't forced, forced to like we are now. So there's a door of people, of younger siblings that are seeing the gvura and the mesirut nefesh of chayalim right now. It's, it's turning something on within them and it shouldn't just be like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be a chayal like him. It should be more like, what, however I'm expressing my being here as a Jew in Eretz Yisrael has to be on the same level of Mesirut Nefesh like that. Whatever that means. However it could be expressed. There's godliness to be expressed. But what he's describing here is that the, geula, the galut mentality means I walk down the street and there's no one, it's okay, there's no one, that, there's no one, I'm not doing anything to anybody. I'm not really... I'm not turning on anything in anybody. Just another person. That's not why we're here. We're here that every person looks at someone else and says, there's God, there's holy godliness, Mamish being expressed here. And it's coming out. And he ends off here by the famous Pasuk and Tehilim. Nora elokim mikdashecha kel Yisrael hu noten oz v'ta'atzumot la'am baruch elokim. But as we know, we still have to discover how to heal ourselves from the trauma of galut which is what the next paragraph is. In order to heal ourselves from the trauma of Galut, we have to call out what it is. We have to understand that the stuff we got so comfortable with on a Galut mentality is actually traumatic. And here I'm going to say something about two people that I loved. Not really, just the Galut in me loved them. And it's two people that had a tremendous effect on a whole generation of people, and, mo- and many, many of my friends. And both of them I'm saying Yemach Shaman before I'm saying their name. Eric Clapton and Dave Matthews. And I'll explain why. I'll explain why. These are two names that have infiltrated their way to the soul of many, many wonderful, beautiful people, and amongst them many beautiful and wonderful Jewish children that were raised in a world where that was... What's wrong with Eric Clapton? I mean, a lot. You just have to know the backstory of the song Layla, and you'll realize it's not a person you really want to mekabel anything from. If you if you know if you catch my drift, and if you know this this the how that how that song even came about, it's it's goes against every single thing that we believe in. But now it's a time in life where, like you said before, about emet and sheker, right? And there's emet in the world, and there's sheker in the world. And it's such a thin line between, it's so easy to get lost between the two for someone that their whole mentality is a Galut mentality. I grew up, my brother, my brother was a crazy Dave Matthews band, a chassid, 
he would spend hours learning learning the licks on the guitar. Not as much. I liked it a lot. But these are two people with very heavy influence because they work through the tarbut. They work through the culture. So those things with music tug on our soul very, very, very much. Like, remember, I, I wasn't around them, but when Cat Stevens became Yusuf Islam, it's very hard for a lot of people. And that bastard, Yimach Shemot, just, again, reappeared right now. Again, sharing his nevuas, Sheker and Zam, about Yidim. Yimach Shemot Zichro. Oh, but what about, uh, you know... Cat Stevens, uh, it's a wild, what was his favorite? It's all sounds so like, what? It sounds like the tune of what comforted me in a state of galut. So I have friends right now that they're going through deep, deep crisis, not only because their friends and brothers and sisters are physically suffering, but because they realize that they've put so much effort and strength and um, support into someone that has chosen the side of darkness. Bekitzer, Clapton put out a, I don't even know what to call it, Tears of a Child, a new song, put out a new nigan, Yimach Shemo, with a whole video of Nebuch, uh, Ishmaeli children in Gaza, Tears of a Child, no mention of a year. Dave Matthews, the same thing, he was cr- almost crying at a recent concert describing footage that you saw of a little girl in Gaza who held a little bit of water in her hand from rain and she drank it and it brought her so much simcha that that's all she had to drink. No. So these, you know, I, have, I have these friends that are going through this. They're going through this. They, the trauma of Galut is deeper than we understand when we pay attention to what did we let go deep into our neshamas over the years? What did we let? We had good kavanas. We didn't mean anything wrong. We didn't mean anything wrong. It's just the, it's just the, the world we knew of, right? We didn't know anything wrong. Like, I'm so lucky that at this stage in life, I really, really don't care at all about any of Neil Young's opinions. About anything. <laughs> but if I, 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 at all, nothing. I don't, Wait, I... He comes out with the same kind of song. It, it doesn't... But but I, but that's my point is that if I'm living if I'm hopefully living betoch nishmat am Yisrael, these things don't matter. These things if I'm if I'm david not saying me if we are davening so much that the things that we're learning become living things in our life, then nothing matters. These things have no hashpa'ami. But the trauma of galut is realizing how deep certain things infiltrated into our souls without even realizing it. If I could have a hard day because I heard what Clapton or what Dave Matthews put out, so I shouldn't, Khalila belittle that person. It's not, it's not a, no one did anything wrong. It's just pointing out and realizing, you know, how deep the trauma of Galut really affected me. That's just one example. That's one example. But it's a very relevant example to many of us that grew up with these people being like really, you know, mashpia figures in our lives. That's part of your identity. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Mamash, you feel like it's part of you. But the Yid in Mitzrayim also felt like his um, connection to Egyptian culture to a certain extent was also part of him. That's just the effect that Gullus has on you. It's not, you didn't shoot. You didn't do anything wrong, other than being born into that world. It's not even your fault. 
that's the world you were born into. It's like this also with actors and, and authors, all across the board. And this is why Rav Cook said so prophetically, the first thing that he published in Eretz Yisrael in 1906 was what's called Ma'amar Hador, which is what we learned. And he said, the way that we could really go to, the, to what really lies in the heart and soul of what seems to be a generation filled with kfira is not to tell them how much there is shayim. It's not to do anything other than fill their mind through safrut, through literature, with holy context that they can look up to and have, have a relationship with. Why? Because the world of socialism and Marxism and communism and Zionism, all the isms back then, was conquering that whole generation, because it gave them, it made them feel like thinking, I'm productive, I'm thinking good things, and feeling, you know, thinking things that I'd be proud to share with the world, because it seems like this is what the time is for. If we were living in a world without Yishai Ribo and Hanan Ben-Ariz, it'd be, the Matzav Ayamamash Lotov. But we are living in a world that there is so much content, holy content being expressed. Those are just two, there's, there's, there's so many. <laughs> it's just like, because so, I mentioned Aram before, right? Nah. <laughs> There's so many that you could you could ling on to. It may come to a time where we have to say, listen, it's not that the, all that music is trafe and it's bad and it's not good for you. The question is, how much do you allow that to affect your soul? Be real with yourself. Check in and see how much of my identity is actually another one. You know, what's her name? Um, Jennifer Aniston put out something also uh, that, that you, you know, oh my God, how do I deal with, my, with a huge chunk of me that, that what? Makesha. But it, it, it was our... It's, it's from a Jew also, like Gabor Mate. Yeah, it's, it's so much more difficult. It's really, it's, really hard. It's so much more painful. But that's like the, that's the epitome, that's gallows like... What's that? Isn't it also like when you speak about there's like a So I'll tell you, I think about that a lot, but it's almost like being so blown away that my child took their dish and cleared it off the table after a meal. Do you know what I mean? Like, in, in, in essence, it's like if someone's pro-Israel today, that's like, that's like I didn't leave... Uh, I, I left the house for work and I closed the door, meaning on a certain level of... But... Uh, it, exactly, that's what I'm saying. But we see how much these things were like, oh my God, they're pro... I mean, they're barely any of them, but oh my God, they're pro-Israel. It's like, for them, that's, that's a very special thing for them because they're com- completely in that world, completely absorbed by it. But for the Jewish neshama, for us, that's not where we're looking to receive our koach. Not at all. That's the mamash. It's not that. That can't be only a only a galut Jew needs that as sustenance Mm -hmm. to keep on going. If I'm looking every day, who's saying now what? Who's saying? Then I'm still looking again for something from the outside to make me feel good. When geula is the complete other kivun, it's it's from inside. So I'll just, we'll, just, we'll end with this paragraph. Am Yisrael hem tzvakot Hashem. 
ואי אפשר לצבא אלוקי להיות שבור ורצוץ, חלש ומדולדל. We are the, the legion, that's the proper translation, not the army, the legions of God. And you can't have a legion of godliness being broken down and weak. רצוץ, crushed, crushed. טראומת הגלות המרה צריכה היא להירפא. The trauma of bitter galut needs to be healed. And, and this is a moment, like what I just, the examples I gave are just the moments of showing us even things that thought that they were making me feel good and strong are not the sources of strength upon which a Jewish person, a healthy, strong Jewish person operates on. You understand? Because if in a second their opinion about me can break me and give me an existential crisis like these people, The whole world of, of, of mamash, idiotic, academic, young Americas having an existential crisis because of Osama bin Laden's letter that he wrote. And now they're all rethinking 9-11. If these are things that can so easily take me to a, a, you know, a, a deep crisis inside, that's still a trauma. I, I have to recognize it. I have to detect it. I have to detect it. Haklalot hakashot shel... ופחדת לילה ויומם ולא תאמין בחייך. These are horrible curses that yes, you'll, you'll be scared day and night, you won't believe in your life. I think that's actually a, it may be a, a type of, because I think it's in Dvarim. I don't think, I think it's the end of Dvarim, not Bamidvar, maybe I'm wrong. ורדף אותם כל עלה נידף ונסו מנוסת חרב. This reality of I'm, I'm constantly running away in fear, trying to dodge a bullet, putting up an iron dome, iron dome putting up bat- batenadot in front of bus stops, like those things that stop crashes, and all these things that we've done here as Galut Jews. Iron Dome is the most Galut thing that ever existed in the land of Israel. You're saying, what are you talking about? It saved Jewish lives. Chevron. That thing, that Iron Dome, may have saved Jewish lives Did it remove from any of us a state of living in Galut? The betenadot, the, you, know, the, you know those things are? Like those massive... Cement, cement the cement barriers. The, these, are, these are still things that keep us in a state of... We still are not living here at all like people of Geulah. It's still not close. We have moments on Shabbos maybe. It's not This type of living has to leave the soul. None of you should ever have to think twice when you pack your kids' teak and send them off in the morning. It shouldn't be a thing that you even think about. The, the, what you should be so nervous about is, oh, what if another kid says something wrong to my kid today? That's it. That's the extent of, of, uh, of nerves, of, of worrying. That's it. צריכות הן לצאת מהנפש. All the other things have to get out of the soul. וכל רישומיהן, and all of its imprints, צריכים להימחק. They have to be erased. We're still not close to that. But I believe in this next generation that won't compromise for anything less because all this has proven to us is that all these fake protections just bring more and more reasons to be scared. And this next generation won't put up with it. So every bar mitzvah boy now is such an excitement. Every bar mitzvah girl, everyone for this next door. Ador shelo yitpasher. It's them. Hopefully they'll, they'll do it fast so we can be part of it too, right? But it's them. Ki geut Hashem mityachedet benafsham shel Yisrael. The pride of God. 
becomes unified in the soul of Am Yisrael that, that demands much more than what we've been accustomed to. And the, the Shekhinah being elevated in appearance, this all appears together at once. The Malchut of Hashem can only appear on children of the king. And not on souls that are so broken, broken and crushed from Galut. So why is it so, why am I so optimistic right now? I'll tell you. Because it seems now there's a clear understanding of why it wasn't really possible for Mashiach to come until now. Because who showed up and built this land? The most broken, crushed people. The heroes that no book could ever really put into full context the level of, of gvura of these people. But for the Shekhinah to appear... It's not enough to just be a broken person that does amazing things. The body has to be healed again. The, 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 there has to be briyut eitana. There has to be like real, real strong health. It's got to be a healthy body in order for this, in order for like what he said over here, the malchut of Hashem can only come down on children of the king. But if it's still, if you're a child of a king that thinks that, thinks that the way that we live here is by allowing these animals, these monsters, to still exist here, you're not a Ben Melech. You're a, maybe you're a Ben Melech that's still in jail, but you're not a Ben Melech. You're not. It's nothing to do with right-wing, left-wing. This is just, it's beyond, beyond politics. Anyone that lives in Eretz Yisrael with us, that doesn't allow us to do this phase of Svirat Omer that we need to do, needs to be out of here. Out of here. Because otherwise I'll move, we should move somewhere where we could do this spiritual work together, prepare us for another 60 years, 100 years, maybe then come back. Is anyone up for that? Chas v'chalina, chas v'shalom. In other words, in order to justify and strengthen the Mesirut Nefesh of the door of Shvurim and Retzutzim, the generation of broken and crushed people that with their Mesirut Nefesh built a country built a land, in order to really justify that, it means we have to go to the total next level, the next level of our existence here. Become Bnei Melachim. That's what we're here for. And every time we've tried to become Singapore's high-tech nation, startup nation, look what happens to us. Whacked. They start up with us. (laughs) Alken, sorry, I'm just going to finish this, this piece. Alken, Kodem Hamamad Agadol Behar Sinai, Habriti Mashem. Before that, that meeting at Har Sinai, that, that covenant with God, Hadvekuta Nishmatita Eliona, this supernal, soulful clinging. And the soul was exposed in its entirety. Sorry, the nation was exposed entirely to its own soul. Think of those words for a second. The nation at Har Sinai was exposed, was entirely exposed to its own collective soul, meaning that the all of us saw who we really are at Har Sinai. El HaKodesh HaElyon Mofia Darka Tzrichim Yisrael Lehavri Am Yisrael needed to get well. It needed to get healthy again. 
במזון זך, המחזק את גופם מבחינת המן, with refined nutrition that strengthens their body, which was what the manna was all about, ובהסרת המחלות, and with the removal of illnesses, בחינת מי מרה, that's the aspect of the waters, ובשירה ושמחה במעמד ים סוף, המרעננות את הנפש, and with joyful singing and dancing, which is what happened as Yashem Rosh Hashanah Yisrael, which refreshes the soul. Nothing refreshes the soul more than some good nigunim. ובאימוץ הלב, and with the courageousness of the hearts, בגבורה במלחמת עמלק, which is what we're in right now, that we, had, we bring back real courageness, real courage into the heart through gvura, like we did back then with the war of Amalek that happened right after we left the Am, finished the Amasuf, ha-ma'atsim et ha-ruach u-gvurata, which strengthens the ruach and its spirit. Has the ruach ever been more strong than these days right now? And Hashem should please save us from Khalila, this deal causing any type of weakness onto the spirit. That's why Hashem can do anything and the hostages can come out like we discussed in the beginning of Shir. There's never been such a ruach gvura on our door. There's never been. Ha'atzama, all the schut of the chayalim. Nothing to do with any leadership in this country. It's all the soldiers. Rak le'achar kol eile. Only after all of this, nitan la'amod le'margelot ha'asinai. Only after this I can come and stand by ha'asinai. Ve'lavo b'vritim Hashem. Our work is cut out for us. Our work is clear. There's a lot of tefillahs you can write about today's shir, but one of them is a very courageous one, I think, with Hashem. As painful as it may be, Show me where things that look like they're the most comforting things in the world for me are really galut mishanim, like uh, um, exile crutches. Yeah, as painful as they may be, I'd rather know it now. While Am Yisrael is all going through this mikvah, all, all, you know, all the mesiris nefesh of a chayal out there, I want a mesiris nefesh and, and jumping into that right now. And may I find it and be okay with it and trust that there's so much more better things that are waiting for me than what I thought I needed to lean on. That's a Muna. There's so much more. If I'm, it's about you, there's so much more better. There's so many more deeper and beautiful things. So much better. I know it's hard to imagine, but there's so many better guitarists and songwriters than, than the two, the two Menuvalim we mentioned before. There's so much more. I mean, so I should fill the whole door with, with the best Nigunim. He is. All music, literature, all the things that, you know, go to the, the, the strings of the soul and make it feel good, should all be filled with Kedusha and heal the trauma of Galut for all of us. And we should be Zolcha, each and every one of us immediately for the Geula, Shtema, Ba'amitis, Techef, Umiyad, Mamesh, Bezat Hashem.